Hey, everybody. It's Sam Bauer with, um, oh my gosh, I almost said my business instead of my podcast. Um, it's Sam Bauer with the Wherever You Go podcast. And happy Monday. I'm excited to be here with you guys. I'm the moderator and host of this podcast. And um, the weekend got away from us. And we were going to do, my husband and I were going to do a recording together about um, our adventures through parenthood. But we decided to post post that until next week. And um, I'm just going to record this morning a little bit about um, what my three years, the last three years of my life have looked like as a business owner. And what did I learn in my first three years in business? Because we celebrate our three-year anniversary on May 1st, but technically we started a few months before that. But um, the way my franchise operates, they only um, count your first full month in business um, when you're actually like selling. So anyway, it's a technicality that, that we go by. So May 1st is going to be our um, three-year anniversary. And I just thought it would be fun to do some reflecting um, and share a little bit about what I've learned in the past three years and what's going to help me get through the next three. <laughs> um, but I plan on being in business far longer than the next three years. So We've got a really good, solid foundation. We've had a very successful first three years in business. I'm super grateful for all the blessings that we've had um, as we opened um, in May of 2019. We could have never prepared ourselves for what we were going to endure personally in the next year um, to three years um, between you know national uh, international pandemic and um, some personal things that we went through that if you listen to this podcast, um, you know about. Um, <laughs> but um, it's just been, it's been an interesting three years. Um, but man, if there's anything that I can say has been a huge blessing and has been able to keep us um, focused on our family and what we um, want to achieve. It, it is, has been this business. It's been consistent. It's been fun. It's been um, something that has allowed us to um, be present for our kids when they needed us. Um, and um, it, it's been growing. And so it's just really fun to think back when we started this journey and what we thought it might be. And it's been so much more than that. So, um, so I just, I bullet pointed four things. I could probably talk for hours about the things I've learned in the last three years. Um, and I do plan to sit down and do some more reflecting and journaling on it just because I think it's important for me to continue to learn from what we've gone through um, to help me grow my business going forward. So I would say that's an important thing if you're a business owner is to be in constant reflection. We don't want to dwell there. Like if something didn't go the way we wanted it to, we don't want to dwell on a mistake that we made, but we definitely want to learn from it so that we don't make it again. And I've definitely had a few of those. So um, I'm really excited and grateful for those um, mistakes that I made because I know that going forward, I'm going to do things a little bit differently um, and probably have different and better results because of it. So um, just remember, you know, as you go through your business journey, you're going to make mistakes. Um, there are going to be times where you feel like you fail, um, but use those times as a blessing and a lesson and don't dwell there. If you stay there, you're stuck, right? You just got to take it and move forward and do the next right thing and you'll be 
um, you know, taking that next step towards the next successful thing. Um, but so basically, um, like I said, I broke it down into four bullet points and I'm going to speak to each of them shortly. Um, and hopefully this will help you if you are a new business owner, um, to kind of be inspired and know that you're not alone. Um, if you are somebody who's been in business a lot longer, hopefully this helps you to do some reflecting on the things that you know have gotten you where you are today. Because I know there are quite a few friends of mine who listen to this podcast who have been in business much longer than me and have had great success and um, even have been my mentors as I begin my journey. And, and here's the deal, guys. 80% of businesses don't make it to year three. Um, and even less than that, make it to year five. So I, I have made the three-year mark, um, but we are just hitting the tip of the iceberg. Um, and the next three years for me are going to be far, not more exciting because I'm enjoying the journey, but I can't wait to scale my business. And that's really where my passion lies is helping other people um, have a career that they love and that can help them to support their family while being present for their family. And um, so that's where my passion lies in this. And, and that's where I am just so excited for the next five to 10 years um, and just to grow this this thing and, and help people grow. And um, I just, I'm, I'm super excited about it. So anyway, I hope whatever stage of your career you are in or business ownership you are in, I my prayer for this podcast is that it inspires you in some way um, to either look back and smile knowing that you were here <laughs> one time or to look forward with uh, motivation and inspiration knowing that you're not by yourself. You know, everybody that's been in business, everybody that started a business, tried to do something by themselves, um, have, have faced challenges and, um, you know, that, that work you put into it, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of sacrifice. It's a lot of time. Uh, it's a lot of sweat and tears. Um, it's also a lot of smiles and laughter and joy. So, um, so yeah, so that's where I'm at today. But so my first bullet is just do it scared. Um, you know, when I put my two weeks notice in three and a half years ago at a company that I'd been with, uh, for over 10 years, um, and I had a corner office and a six-figure salary. Um, I was scared. <laughs> uh, my husband wasn't working at the time. He was a stay-at-home dad. And I was now, we were now swapping roles. He was going into uh, a job that would pay our bills until the this business were to take that over. And I was probably not going to make very much money for at least, you know, six months to a year. And that's scary. Um, but at some point, I knew I had to make that leap because where I was going in the corporate world was into a place where I was going to have even more responsibility and I was going to travel even more than I already did. And I was going to see my family less and I was going to be less present in my community and I was going to be less present in my church. And those are things that are very, very important to me, um, being a part of my church, being a part of my kids' lives, being a part of my community. Those are things that set me on fire. Like those, that's my passion. And there's no way if I had stayed where I was um, that I would be able to do any of those three things well. And so I knew I had to take this leap. And Rob knew, I, Sam, you need to take this leap because, you know, I, I, I felt 
that tightening up, you know, like that knot in your stomach that I'm like, okay, this is great. My corporate career is going great. I keep getting promoted. I am doing really well at hitting my goals. I'm being noticed by, you know, people in other markets who are prepping me to take the next step into being the vice president. And um, I should have been super excited about that if that's where I should be, but I wasn't. I was, I was, more scared to stay where I was than I was to let that all go and jump into my own thing uh, with my husband that we could do together as a family. So um, do it scared. Do it. Do it. If you feel it and you know that that's where you need to go, pray on it. And if God starts opening up doors for you, you know that that's the direction that he wants you to go and he is going to catch you. You just need to take that leap and do it and then start doing it. Like you can't just take that leap and open up your doors and pray that like business starts rolling in. You've got to take that leap and then you've got to know you're going to grind for the next who knows how long. You know, I'm not done grinding. I've barely started. I've got another at least the next five years until I build a team um, and get to a point where I can maybe start, you know, scaling myself back a little bit. Um, but I still have another, like I said, five to 10 years before that's going to happen. So you have to know, do it scared, but then do your activities scared. So do the networking things that scare you. Do the speaking engagements that scare you. Post on social media, even though it scares you. You guys, I still am not 100% comfortable putting things out on social media, but I know that when I do, it helps my business. And, you know, yeah, do people get annoyed with me? Probably. Do people get sick of seeing my face and hearing me talk about insurance? Probably. Um, But it still helps my business grow. And so I'm still going to continue to do it. So and that actually goes right into my second bullet point is you can't worry about what other people think of you because when you're a business owner, you know why you're doing it. You know how you're building your business. You know your why. You know all the things. People are going to tell you you can't. People are going to tell you you're crazy. People are going to tell you, you know, that your Facebook posts are silly. Um, But you can't let that stuff get to you Um, because most of the time, that's the devil getting in your head and trying to stop you from doing what God has put on your heart. So you just can't worry about what other people think of you. Still walk into the businesses that have business owners that you want to network with. Walk into the networking room that you're nervous to walk into. If you get asked to speak at an event, speak at the event. Do your best. You were asked for a reason. So you can't worry about what other people think of you. I remember when I first started, two specific things like stick out in my head. I was not even comfortable putting my picture on my business card. Um, And I have a cousin who's a very sharp businessman and he has been in the insurance industry before. He's also like Um, bought and sold um, uh, properties and done very well as an investor. Um, Just a very, very smart guy. And he sat down with me and he was like, Sam, you're going to have to get comfortable with your face. (laughs) Like, but I'm not. And he's like, I know, but you have to, because when you put your face out there, people can relate to you and you're not just like a name, you know, people get to know you and they're going to be more comfortable wanting to do business with you because you're, you know, a real person. And so I, I, I still remember that conversation and still sometimes when I'm posting, I think of him saying that 
And then the other one is I met with a loan officer. So I build my business by working with loan officers and um, they send me their home buyers to buy homeowners insurance. So like the big chunk of my business comes from loan officers. And I was um, actually at an event with a loan officer, um, a younger female, I mean, just absolutely beautiful woman, both inside and out. Um, and we were talking about social media and she was like, girl, nobody cares what you look like. Like nobody cares what your hair looks like. You got to get over yourself and just put out that video and put out the posts that you want to post that show who you really are, because that's how people are going to relate to you. Um, and so this was hard for me because I, I did have to overcome some hurdles. I have some, um, self-esteem issues that I needed to get past that I still have them. Um, I still feel insecure sometimes and I still feel exposed sometimes, but, um, I have gotten to a point now where it's okay if somebody doesn't want to work with me, um, because that we don't jive or maybe I walk in and I try to meet with a loan officer and they're not very nice to me. Well, okay, cool. That means that that's one person that I, I'm not going to have to deal with. That's not a very nice person. Um, or even, you know, somebody unfollows me on Facebook because they're sick of seeing my post. Okay, cool. That's fine because that means one other person who might want to see my post is going to get to see them because of the way the Facebook algorithm works. So you just have to remember like God is going to put the people in insecure at times. And, um, you know, I just have to, like, I've come to the point, I think, where I just know that, um, God's going to put the right people in my path and the people who aren't the right people are not going to be in my path. They're not going to want to work with me. And I got to be okay with that. Um, because I trust God and I know that he knows what he's doing and I know that he's not gonna, you know, he's, I'm not going to miss out on something because, I'm here to fulfill his plan and he's already got it planned out. So that's where if somebody unfollows me on Facebook because they're sick of seeing my post, that's fine. I'm totally okay with that. Um, that means that somebody else out there who might want to see my post is able to see them now um, because of the way the algorithm works. Or if um, I walk into a loan office and the loan officer's you know, not friendly to me or doesn't want to work with me, then, okay, cool. That's one person off the checklist that I'm not going to have to visit anymore. Um, and I'm one closer to seeing somebody who, or meeting somebody who is going to want to work with me. Um, and so early on, you know, I used to get like upset, like, why don't they want to work with me? I, I'm really good at my job and I'm really nice person. And, um, I would kind of like I wouldn't say dwell on it too long, but like it would bum me out for at least the day. Um, and now like when that happens, it's just, okay, well, that's fine. Maybe someday down the road, something will change and they'll want to work with me. But until then, I'm going to go look for the next referral partner who I can partner with and have a good relationship with. So um, don't worry what people think of you. Um, you're different. You're not going to be the same as everybody else. And um, you're unique and specific for a reason. And, um, you know, some people aren't going to understand you um, because they're not doing the things that you're doing. You're trying to build something great. You're trying to follow your passion and it's unique to you and other people aren't going to understand that. And this this bullet, I mean, don't worry about be- what people think, like, not just with your business, but I mean, your marriage, your parenting, all of those things, you are doing what's best for you and your family. And don't let other people's opinions 
get in your way of becoming who God made you to be because you know where you're going and it's so easy to let condescending comment or somebody telling you you can't do it or somebody telling you your dreams are too big and there's no way you'll ever achieve that. Um, It's easy to let that get you down, but you can't do that. You just have to keep on moving, block out that white noise, know that that's the devil trying to block you from being the person God made you to be and just keep praying and keep moving forward. So the the third one bullet that I have, and this one I'm still working on, um, is be selfish with your time. Um, you're trying to grow a business, and and you might be trying to be a good mom, and you're a dad, and you might be trying to be a good spouse, and you might be trying to um, you know put God first in your life. So there's there's a lot of things that work whenever you're working on your business. You don't have time to be doing things that aren't in line with your priorities. So figure out what your values are, figure out what your why is, and um, figure out what your priorities are and make room for them by saying no to other things. And I just read this like beautiful um, uh, way to look at that. And I can't even remember who it was or who said it. So forgive me for that. But um, it, it, it said basically when I have to say no to somebody, um, who's asking me to to spend time doing something that's not in line with my purpose. I envision my family smiling because I'm saying yes to them. So saying no to something doesn't necessarily mean like you're a jerk or you're you know not being supportive or whatever. It just means you have other priorities that have to take precedent. And I've really honed in on this because the first year or two of my business, I definitely integrated. Um, I'd had like work-life integration where my family was constantly in my business and I was constantly being business um, no matter where we were. And it got to the point where like our time together wasn't precious because it was at, at an event, you know, I'm dragging them down the street at Mingle on Main or I, which is fun. So like, that's probably not a good example, but like, um, we're doing work events on the weekend and, and sometimes it is fun to do those things together. And I do love that, like we can do them all together and I don't have to like leave them behind. But at the same time, my kids would have much rather been at the zoo with me or sitting at home, squirting water guns at each other, or, you know, just playing a family game together in the evenings. Like, so in the last year, I've really shifted to saying no to pretty much anything that's in the evening um, and saying no to a lot of weekend events because that's my family time. And that's when I get to spend that precious time with my kids or my husband that I don't get during the week. And um, it really makes a huge difference. Like I was nervous to say that I can't do evening events because a lot of networking takes place at night. And, you know, the boys club, they're all going out for drinks or they're all going to the baseball game or whatever they do um, to go network together at night. And I was going to say no to that. And I had to make a decision in my head that my kids were more important to me than winning over those, um, those referral partners. And guess what? It's fine. It's totally fine. I have my evenings with my kids and I have plenty of other networking opportunities to meet with them or have breakfast or coffee. Um, And God has put people in my life that are very similar to me, maybe a mom or a dad with kids, with young kids who um, are also trying to build their business. And that's who he's given me to work with right now. And I love it because they've become dear, awesome, amazing friends of mine who I love far beyond what business we do together. So 
don't worry about setting boundaries to protect the things in your life that are important to you. For me, you know, God, my husband, and my kids are my priorities. And I can't put a business relationship ahead of them. I just can't and I won't. And I was scared not to, in all honesty, I was scared to set that boundary. But once I did, I realized I'm still getting the same amount of business. I'm still running a great operation and I'm getting to spend time with my kids. So they're recharged, I'm recharged. And when they do have to be in the office with me, they're not sitting beside my desk going, mom, 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 while I'm trying to do quotes and talk on the phone because they've had time with me. So they're not bidding for my attention as much as they would be if I was gone every night of the week doing networking and I didn't get to see them as much. Um, so be selfish with your time. And when I say that, when I initially heard that, because as a woman, like you never want to be selfish, right? Like that's taboo. Like we are givers. And especially as Christian women, <laughs> we are not selfish people. But guess what? God wants us to spend time with our family. God wants us to spend time with our spouse and nourish that relationship. God wants us to nourish our spirituality and make sure that we're spending time worshiping and spending time with our church family. So it's not it's not be selfish, a selfish human being and don't care about other people. It's um, be selfish with your time because you have a business to grow and you have a family to grow and you have people to love and you have yourself to love and you got to love yourself first. And I know there's a lot of like, like uh, self, a lot of focus on self love and all that kind of stuff. And um, self love is what it is to you. If it's, if it's going to get a massage, if it's taking time to get a pedicure, if it's taking time to do those things for yourself, that's great. Go do that. But I also will contend for me that my self-love is making sure I'm spending that time with my family, with my church family, with my husband, uh, with my parents, and making sure that I have a t- you know, time to love on them and, and cherish those relationships. Um, and that's kind of where for me, like, I know I need that and I know they need that. And so it was an easy boundary to set. So think about that the next time you say no to something, um, you know, picture your priority, whether it's your kids, your husband, yourself, just smiling and, and being so happy that you said yes to them. Um, and I just, I love that. So it might help you if you are like me and feel bad saying no to things. And then my last thing that I learned um, that I wanted to share today is just staying focused on your plan and your why. Um, it's really easy as an entrepreneur, especially if you're, you know, like me and you've got a million thoughts going through your head and you're always trying to figure out how to grow and develop and change. And what can I do better for my clients? And what can I be doing better for my referral partners? Like there's so many million thoughts going through my brain every single day that sometimes I see a shiny object and I get really excited and distracted and it takes me away from my plan. Um, or it, it makes me forget what my why is. And so I just would say as a business owner, you have to know what your plan is and you have to stay focused on your plan and trust your plan. And I'm not saying it's never going to change because there might be something that changes in your life or changes in your business that you start to shift your focus. 
Um, but for me, you know, I started out with a very specific plan for my business, what I wanted to do with it, how I wanted to grow and, and how I wanted to do it. And along the way, I've gotten a little bit distracted. You know, I, I made a hire too early um, and it didn't work out. But in all honesty, like I'm so grateful for that opportunity because I learned so much from it. Um, and I had a, a wonderful employee for a short period of time, but um, it, it, it taught me exactly this. Stay focused on your plan and your why. Um, when the time is right to hire, I'm going to start hiring again, um, but it's not going to be for a while. And um, it's, you know, it's just one of those things that I, I'll see, oh, I really like doing this type of insurance or let's try this different niche and see if that works. And like, no, man, my niche is home and auto insurance. And everything that goes along with home and auto insurance. The other things that I get, you know, I'll do here and there. Um, but I've learned not to like try to do things that are kind of outside of my realm of experience just because honestly it takes longer. Um, and I am not as experienced in it, so I may not make the client as happy. And so just like staying in your lane um, is kind of the corporate term for it. But um, definitely, I've always been a stay in your lane person. I've always coached agents whenever I was on the corporate side to stay in their lane. And then here's me as an entrepreneur, like, oh, I'm going to do trucking insurance. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to like oh, this person's a, an amazing human being. Sure, I'll, you know, give them a chance. And I, like, just just things that, you know, I look back on and I'm grateful for the experiences because they've all proven to like teach me really great lessons um, that I'll take in my next three years, my next five years, my next 10 years, and I'll be a better business owner. I'll be a more focused and disciplined business owner. Um, I'll be a better mom. I'll be a better wife um, because of what I've learned in the last three years. So I couldn't be more grateful for all the experiences that I've had. Um, but I think just to recap, do it scared and full of prayer. <laughs> Don't worry what other people think of you. Be selfish with your time, so prioritize and say no to anything that doesn't fit, and then stay focused on your plan and your why. You started out for a reason. You had a mission and an idea in your head, and like I said, it might change down the road as you move forward, but um, keep it in your heart and stay focused on what it is you want to accomplish. Know that it's not going to happen overnight. You know, I, part of my thing is like, I want to grow faster. I want to do more. I want to, you know, get bigger. Um, but it takes time. The truth is any good business takes time and it takes time to develop a solid foundation and it's not going to happen overnight. You know, I've been working my buns off for the last three years. I mean, I've worked harder in the last three years than I've ever worked in my entire life. And I've always been a hard worker. Um, and I know that I'm going to work harder for the next 10 years than I've ever worked um, in my life. But I have a passion. I have a plan um, that I would love to see come to fruition and I'm going to do everything in my power as long as it's in God's will to make it happen. So I hope that, you know, some of the things that I've said today have encouraged you and inspired you, um, regardless of where you are on your journey, um, as an entrepreneur, or if you're not an entrepreneur, you know, hopefully you took something from it, um, for just regular, um, 
like life in general or in your corporate career or in your, I don't know, whatever. Um, but I just, um, I hope it's been helpful and, um, I am grateful for hitting our three-year anniversary with the success that we have. And if you're listening to this, you are probably um, either one of my clients, one of my referral partners, or somebody who supports me. So I can't tell you enough how much I thank you and value you. And like, I can't, I can't put into words how much I appreciate the fact that you've taken a chance on me, whether it's listening to my podcast or liking a post that I post or sharing a post or um, allowing me to serve you or your clients in some way. Um, it just, it's humbling and it's, it's a feeling of gratitude that I can't really explain. So I hope you know where I'm coming from. I love you guys. I thank you. I look forward to um, continuing to grow my business, continuing to grow my podcast, um, continuing to um, nourish uh, the small little souls that God has blessed me with to parent and, um, you know, continuing to share what I learn along the way. So I'm going to end this with Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go.